Hey, this is Gus, and welcome back to Nightmares at Midnight. Do I look abominable to you? We all go a little mad sometimes. Welcome back. We are finally getting this season off to a start. I fully planned on having an episode out the last two weeks, but my last two weeks took a serious nosedive, and I'm pretty sure that 2023 can just get bent at this point. I lost my grandma on December 10th. Uh, I had to fly down there and be there, and that was pretty difficult for me. Um, especially because today is now my birthday and having her pass as close to my birthday and she passed closer to my cousin's birthday. So I feel like that's kind of difficult for both of us, but here we are. So sorry for the delay. Uh, one thing that I think would make me feel better and hopefully put some smile on your guys' faces is last year, uh, the same time my mom and my grandma, played something for me and with all of my podcast equipment I recorded them playing so that way I could listen to it again because I knew at some point grandma would be gone I just didn't realize that it would be as soon as it was so I'm going to share that with you guys and then we'll get back to the episode okay go ahead tuning back in at nightmares at midnight i am so happy to be back in the pod lab recording some of you guys have me on snapchat and like facebook messenger and you've been seeing my pictures of me doing the recording some of you have suggested that i do a youtube channel and record while i post i don't know that i'm comfortable enough with that yet my pod lab is a mess and disorganized and I get nervous just talking on the microphone, so let alone being recorded while I'm doing it. Plus, I have Yeti in here with me, and I record at all different times of the day. I don't know if I'm up for the YouTube channel yet. Maybe once we get situated in Florida and I have a little bit better space and time to be able to do that, 
maybe, but we'll see. Anyways, I'm not going to go through the list of where you can listen to us at because obviously you found us somehow. Although, don't forget about patreon.com slash nightmares at midnight podcast where you can find us and support our podcast to keep it going. And don't forget to email us your ideas of what cryptids and spooky stories you want to hear at nightmares at midnight podcast at gmail.com. All right, I got the spiel over. Today's episode, what are we going to talk about? All right, guys, so you know that I love art. You know that I love painting. Pretty much anything that you can consider under the art umbrella is my thing. I want to point you in the right direction. If you're looking for spooky or mythological paintings, this is the direction to go. My friend Katie, she paints and she's got her own website, which is Glow Paintings by Katie M. And it's on Etsy. So if you go to her website, her Etsy page, she's got all sorts of different art. One of my favorite things that she's done is she has painted Medusa's Gaze painting which actually glows in the dark. It's pretty cool, if I can say so myself. Jump over there, get one of those paintings, and tune into my podcast. Okay, so today's topic is Goatman. I was suggested several times while we were off air to do Goatman, so this is definitely one of the first ones that I wanted to get my hands on as soon as we returned. Goatman stories and legends kind of originated around the 1930s and then became popular again in the 1970s. The information that I found, this creature was commonly claimed to have a human face, but with a body covered in hair. However, descriptions kind of differed on whether Goatman greatly resembled a hairy humanoid or a human with the lower portion of a goat, similar to the fawns of Greek mythology. I guess when I pictured Goatman, I pictured like in The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Tumnus, I think his name was. I picture things kind of like that when I think of Goatman. What we're talking about today is a place called Old Alton Bridge. And it's also known as Goatman's Bridge. It's this historic iron truss bridge. It connects the Texas cities of Denton and Copper Canyon. Uh, This bridge was built in 1884 by the King Iron Bridge Manufacturing Company. It originally carried horses and later automobiles over Hickory Creek at a location that once was a popular ford for crossing cattle. So what that means is they basically built this bridge over top of a creek that was usually used to bring cattle across it. The bridge takes its name from the abandoned community of Alton, so Old Alton Bridge which between 1850 and 1856 was the seat of Denton County. This bridge is the subject of several ghost lore stories featuring quite a vengeful ghost. The heavy-traveled Old Alton Bridge remained in constant use until 2001 when vehicle traffic then was moved to an adjacent concrete and steel bridge because this iron one was starting to fall apart. Prior to the new bridge, it was necessary for motorists to signal with a car horn before crossing because it was a single lane bridge. The new bridge straightened out a sharp curve on both sides of the creek and provided additional travel lanes, making it way easier to get across. After the vehicle traffic got removed, it kind of became a popular location for nature enthusiasts and photographers because it isn't used for what it was anymore, so it kind of got overgrown. 
Old Alton Bridge was included in the National Register of Historic Places on July 8th, 1988. When you go to this bridge, I've seen pictures now of these plaques that are up, mounted on the bridge there. And it's there's a couple of them. One of them says, entered in the National Register of Historic Places with the date of 1988. Then there's a second one that says, Old Alton Bridge, Hickory Creek at Copper Canyon Road, built in 1884. Listed in the National Register of Historic Places by the United States Department of the Interior. Locally, though, the bridge is known as Goatman's Bridge, as it is said to be haunted by a half-man, half-goat figure called, obviously, Goatman. The belief is based on the legend of a black goat farmer named Oscar Washburn, who was said to have moved his family to a residence just north of the bridge. A few years after moving, Washburn, having become known as a dependable and honest businessman, and dubbed the Goat Man by locals, displayed a sign on the Alton Bridge reading this way to the Goat Man. But the success of a black man was still unwelcome to many, and in August of 1938, Klansmen and the local government crossed the bridge and kidnapped Washburn from his family. <sighs> they hung a noose on Old Alton Bridge and, after securing it around Oscar's neck, threw him over the side. When they looked down to see if he had died, the noose was empty. And in a panic, they returned to his family home and slaughtered his wife and children. Locals warn that if you cross the bridge at night without headlights, as the clansmen are said to have done, you will be met on the other side by the goat man. Ghostly figures and strange lights are said to appear in the surrounding woods, as well as reports of visitors being touched, grabbed, and having rocks thrown at them. So, while reading and checking out information on this, I did find on KUT News an article, and I listened to where they talked about it, and they covered the bridge on, ironically, Friday the 13th. According to Sean Treat, who is a former professor at the University of North Texas and currently a ghost tour guide in Denton, he claimed that according to legend, Washburn supposedly lived right off the old Alton Bridge in the late 1930s, which is kind of what I found. The main passage to Dallas came through here, he said. There was a big bunch of nothing between here and downtown Denton Square. This was darkness. Sean Treat said, when you came across, you would see a sign that says this way to Goatman. And knowing that he was a black man, something that caught the attention of the wrong white folks in town, of course, they couldn't believe that the audacity for this African-American entrepreneur to be hanging his pseudonym right up on the bridge. That was a direct quote from him. So that's what prompted them to come engage in the killing to make an example out of him. The lore of it says that as revenge for the killing by the clan members, Washburn haunts the old Alton Bridge as a half-goat, half-man creature, kidnapping those foolish enough to summon him with three knocks on the bridge's frame. This is the only spot that I could find about the three knocks. Seems very um, ghost story cliche for that one for me. But, I mean, if that's what does it, I guess. There are old-timers who talk about how the goat man doesn't take everybody, but there has been stories that he that the goat man will take the blood of the clansmen. So basically, if you're a descendant of the group that came and killed him, then you should probably not cross this bridge. The goat man of Old Alton Bridge is a revenge story, 
one in which the children pay for the sins of their fathers. KUT News also interviewed Ali Acer, who grew up with the story of Goatman and commonly dresses up in a costume to scare his fellow Dentonites. Acer was born and raised in Denton and is active in the city's nightlife scene and is an enthusiast for Goatman. In addition to running a Facebook page dedicated to the Goatman for the past decade, Acer will occasionally dress up as the North Texas Cryptid and scare his fellow Dentonites out at the old Alton Bridge. Quote, the last time I was here at night, Acer said, I had one guy pull a knife on me because he was dressed up as Goatman. Growing up in Denton, the story of Goatman was always familiar to Acer. The older he got, though, the more his interest grew and something that's in a future-length film he's written about the Goatman. He plans to release it sometime in the 2030s, hopefully. Acer has worked closely with Dr. Treat, who we mentioned earlier, to marry the legend, the story of Oscar Washburn and a haunted bridge, with the historical reality of black Texans faced in the Jim Crow era. Acer is a fan of theatrics and spooky tales, but he also views his dedication to the Goatman lore as somebody carrying on an important but uncomfortable part of local tradition in North Texas. It's why stories like this are important, Acer explained. It brings up the conversation of the racial atrocities that happened back then. So, to me, and to a lot of people in the Denton area, it's very important to keep that story alive, whether it's true or not. There's hardly evidence to suggest that Oscar Washburn ever existed, and even less to confirm that the old Alton Bridge is haunted. For better or for worse, the goat man has become part of Denton's cultural history. According to Acer, he said, People come here from all over the U.S. to visit the bridge, trying to conjure up goat man. It's become way more popular than what it used to be when he was growing up. The story of lynching in Texas is lengthy, tragic, and impossible to know the full extent of. Countless victims of racial violence have been forgotten by history, and the majority of people who participated in lynch mobs never faced any repercussions. There is other versions. There's, I think there was one in Massachusetts. I think there was a Kentucky version one as well. I think a lot of, you know, more of the more popular cryptids have just a little bit different stories, but they result in the same beast. But this episode is just about the Texas version. While looking up stuff for Goatman, I did stumble across a book called Goatman Flesh or Folklore by J. Nathan Couch. You can pick that up on Amazon. And I also was on thriftbooks.com and found The Goatman by Jeff Fuel. Both of those are stories basically about certain people becoming Goatman or them stumbling across a Goatman type creature. Another thing I have stumbled upon while I was researching this right before I posted the episode is that on December 5th, there was a man that was considered murdered at the bridge just this year recently. I checked out, you know, kind of the backstory of it. The guy's name is Alan Wilson. He was 42 of Denton. And apparently this guy had just been charged with solicitation of a minor. I am not going to talk very ill of dead, but I feel like things kind of work themselves out if uh, minors are involved. And that's all I'm going to say about that. But I think it's wild that there was a death there, but I don't think it's related anything to do with the goat man. More stories to add on to the Goatman and the bridge. 
is that in the forest behind the bridge, apparently Satanists or cultists decide to use those woods to try to conjure demons. Uh, so much so that the local pet shops have stopped selling cats because they were being found used for sacrifices like really commonly. So they just completely stopped selling them, which is super sad in that situation and scary that that much is happening in those woods. I watched a video from BuzzFeed Unsolved where they went to the bridge. The two guys that are in BuzzFeed Unsolved, Shane and Ryan, they go and they check out the bridge. They are on camera, you know, trying to provoke it. Nothing comes out. They do go into the woods behind it. They see, you know, bushes moving, the typical cliche scary part, but nothing really of hard evidence. So do I believe that there's a goat man? I believe that the spirit of this African-American man who was potentially hung by the Klansmen, I believe that that spirit probably is still there since that did happen. Because I do believe that spirits hang around at long after they're supposed to be gone. But I don't know that I necessarily believe that it's a horned man with the bottom half of a goat. I don't know that I necessarily believe in that. But I guess I'm one of those people that needs to see it to believe it type of people for the most part. I think that it's pretty cool that Acer that we mentioned earlier dresses up like it, making that legend seem more real. I encourage that kind of behavior because keeping legends alive is important. I think we'll wrap up for today and potentially have another episode out next week, the week in between holidays. If you have an idea of what you'd like to hear, just send us an email, nightmaresatmidnightpodcast at gmail.com. I think we might start our 50 state series in the beginning of the new year, first week of January. Hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, thanks for listening and catch us next time.